Hey everybody, welcome to or welcome back to Venus and Chiron. If you're new here, my name is Brienne and this is the podcast where I talk about all things magical, mystical, and intuitive. I think I said my tagline wrong. I never really say it anymore, so I don't actually. All things... (laughs) I don't remember my own thing. I never loved it. It's just a thing I said, and then I stopped saying it. Welcome to Venus and Chiron. Okay, so let's get into it. Today I'm going to be channeling one of my guides and we're going to be talking about the full moon energies. So if you listened to last week's episode where I did, I brought through a channeled message about the new moon, I'm going to be asking a few questions about the energies for the full moon, which is in Sagittarius and will officially be happening on June 14th, if I'm remembering correctly, which I think I am. I'm going to ask Spirit, what does the collective need to release? What can we do to help release this energy for ourselves and or for the collective? And then any journal prompts or exercises that Spirit can bring forward. So if you're new to astrology or you haven't worked with the moon before... During the full moon, it's usually a time when we are thinking about releasing and letting go of things. So as the moon gets brighter and brighter, there's a buildup of energy. So in the past, I used to find I would get pretty anxious as we built into the full moon. And then as once the moon reaches its peak, it's kind of this moment of clarity. And then the moon starts to go into darkness again. And that's really the time to, to... let go and release whatever it is that you feel you're needing to release at this time. To get more hints about what you need to release, I'm going to bring through channeled messages, which will probably help with that. But if you want to know more, you can always look at your chart. You can see where the moon is landing, which house it's in, which sign it's in. And that can give you some hints as to what area of your life and what sort of parts of you are being highlighted. So before we get into the channeling, I want to talk a bit about the vibe right now because I feel like this week I felt such a distinct energetic shift from this really external, really buzzy, kind of like hyperactive, like super busy energy to suddenly things have felt like they've really slowed down and like opened up at the same time. And I wonder if this is going to have anything to do with the moon. I feel like I've seen this as a theme in the lives of everybody that I've been talking to. It just feels like there's this distinct shift that we're going through. And it's interesting. Like I've, I feel like with all of this spiritual stuff, I kind of go sometimes through the ebbs and flows of being like more with I feel like I'm spending a lot of time with one foot in the spiritual world and one foot in the physical world. And all of May felt like I was just in this like 3D reality all the time. I was really busy. Time was passing me really quickly. There were just a lot of obligations that I had to fulfill in my like 3D reality. And then I actually got 
sick. I got the stomach flu, which kind of forced me into this pause. And I find that whenever I get sick, I find that my sickness actually ends up being like a bit of like a manifestation time for me. I, <laughs> oh, I must've been like 20 and I had done an acid trip with my friend and I had all sorts of huge epiphanies about consciousness in that trip. And it really, really, it was like this really huge awakening moment for me and life as I knew it would never be the same after that trip and um, for the better. But at the end of the trip, I had this horrifying realization that I was going to die of a chronic illness in my 30s. Like that was just, it was just fact. I just knew it to be true. And at the time, I didn't know (laughs) why or that I could have any control over it. It was just like the most jarring, shocking thing. And for most of my 20s, I've been having all sorts of weird chronic health issues. And spirituality has been one of the main ways that I've dealt with chronic pain and that I've healed a lot of these issues. And so I'm not really afraid of this (sighs) prophecy that I had anymore because, I mean, I don't see it as a prophecy, so I'm not even going to call it that. I see it as, I feel like I received this awareness of when I was at that age in my life, I was living my life in a really, in a way that was just so detrimental to my health. I had an eating disorder. I was extremely depressed. I had a lot of self-harm tendencies. I was a workaholic. I never slept. I, (laughs) I never ate. I was just like really running my body into the ground. And this realization ended up bringing me down this really intense journey of looking into myself and figuring out really the relationship between the physical body, the spiritual body, and the emotional body, because I didn't want to die. (laughs) And I felt like I could, um, I could shift my behaviors and that could shift my trajectory. And it did. Um, but that being said, every time I get sick, it's um, lessened over time as I've like kind of worked through my shit. But every time I get sick, I take it very seriously <laughs> and I just pause my entire life and I'm like, whoa, pause. What is so out of alignment in my life that my immune system has gotten worn down to the point that I'm like experiencing the sickness? And I don't do this every time I'm sick. Like if I have more of like a minor sickness, it's no big deal. But usually when I'm sick, I get to that point because I've been running myself down in a lot of ways because I've been feeling like I have to do things that I don't really have to do and like forcing my body. Um, I just haven't been taking care of myself. I've been neglecting eating. I've been neglecting sleeping. I've been not de-stressing myself. So I had this stomach flu and it just brought me into my typical introspection that I get if I ever get sick. And... I kind of did a mental reorganization of my life and I figured out things that I needed to cut out and I kind of started taking action on that. But it's also funny because I, the reason I feel like sickness is like this weird manifestation time for me is I get so clear and then I just, I really am just like, wait, well, that's that. That's what I'm going to do because I have no choice because I just need to do what's best for my health. Like I have to prioritize this. This is what's most important to me. And then my life will just automatically adjust to that. Like I made some decisions and then 
I was like, cool, I'm going to take these action steps. And then I kind of like let it go. And then all of a sudden, like all of the things I wanted to do just happened for me before I even had to do the action steps. They cleared out of the way for me, which is really funny. And this has happened to me before. And, um, when I came out of the sickness, which was just like a few days ago, or maybe, yeah, a few days ago now. Yeah, I just felt this huge energetic shift, and now I feel like I'm in a very different place. And also, right before I got sick, I had met a new spirit guide that my guides have been telling me to go into the realms and meet for a while, and I've kind of been ignoring it. And I met him right before I got sick, and then he's kind of just been hanging around and chatting with me since then. And then... So I'm feeling this huge energetic shift in that, you know, I have quite a few spirit guides, but I usually have like one or two that are I talk to most frequently at any given time. And then it'll kind of, when I'm having a big shift in my life, sometimes the guide will shift. Um, actually, always the, the main guide that I go to ends up shifting and that really ends up painting the chapter of my life. So it's interesting meeting this new guide. His name is Samuel and he has a really... He has a he has a different energy than my other guides. A lot less soft and a lot more I don't know, I just want to use the word like zany. Like it's just like uh uh this like expansive, a little bit like eccentric, like Uranian energy. Make it's definitely making me curious and excited for this next chapter of my life. But uh yeah, so he's been hanging about, which has been bringing on this uh, yeah, just again, feeling like this big shift. And then, um, and he's been bringing through some messages of things that he's encouraging me to like shift into more. And then earlier today, I just felt like, I felt like I needed to go visit a past life. So I went into a meditative state and I brought myself into one of my past lives. And, um, I was this kind of older man and, saw spirits and I would talk to spirits all the time, but it was very unaccepted in the part of the world I was in and the time I was in, it was very unaccepted. I was like, I had to hide it from everybody in my life. I had like a wife and kids and grandkids and these things and everybody I had to hide it from. And everyone just thought I was a little bit weird. Nobody understood me. And yeah, I would sneak away to this big boulder and I would hide behind this boulder and this is where I would go at night just to be able to play and hang out with my guides because if people saw me doing this I guess it would mean that I died and then time moved forward to the time of my death and I didn't see what happened in between but from what I'm understanding from what he told me is that so he he's kind of stopped hiding this part of himself and he started to really interact with these guides while in the community and he started to like relay the messages that these guides were saying and he ended up (laughs) the death scene that he brought me to was it was like in the middle of the square of the of the town or the village he was living in and he was just being lit on fire and I was guided to like my present self like put a hand on his forehead and just basically bring this cooling energy through his whole body and help his body come up into the light. And I went there with him and like, it was a really weird experience. And we merged together as one and at the end, and I kind of came back into my lifetime, but 
after that experience, I was like, okay, interesting. And the message that the message I got from this journey is to really appreciate the space that we're in right now, the times that we're in, where some of these really spiritual things that I talk about here, they're not really accepted in the collective, like the larger collective, but I'm not going to get burnt at the stake for it. Some people might think I'm a little bit weird, but I'm not going to die because of it. And in that way, I do have a lot of freedom to express that yeah, that he really wanted to remind me of for whatever reason. But anyway, I've done past life regressions in the past and have found them really impactful and interesting. And it's funny because this guy is like sticking around. Like he's, I don't think he'll be like, it's probably just today that he'll be here, but, or who knows, but maybe until I learn the lesson that he's here to teach me. But he's just the coolest dude. He's so funny, and I just think he's so cool. And every time I'm telling him he's cool, he's like, well, I'm you. (laughs) And he's just so, like, he's so confidently himself. And it's, it feels like what he's really just here as, again, like another energetic support to the shift that my guides have been calling me to do. But anyway, I just wanted to share that really long tangent because I feel like it's speaking to the energy that we're in right now. I think we're in, I don't really know, like we'll see when I do the channeling, but I'm not sure if this is really related to the moon or if this is something else happening astrologically, but it just feels like we are being called to shift into another state of being and like a higher state of being. And with the moon being in Sagittarius, to me, that feels like that makes a lot of sense because Sagittarius is such an expansive energy and it's an energy of truth. So it's an energy of coming into your truth, into your authenticity, whatever that is, and like letting yourself realize what it is. So it's not about being in the mind and being cerebral and like really analyzing and thinking things through like in the new moon in Gemini it's this energy of expanding bigger than the mind expanding up and out and like really seeing the bigger picture of things so that you can more deeply embody your truth okay yeah so that's the story (laughs) and now I'm gonna sit back and channel I'm gonna see who wants to talk Okay, so the moon herself is coming through to talk. I love the moon. I don't know if any of you have ever just sat and stared at the moon and talked to her, but such a wonderful energy. Like, so amazing. I highly recommend this full moon if you're listening to this around the full moon or whenever you're listening to this, like, go outside and just, like, say hello to the moon because she is glorious and she's so loving and I love talking to her, so I'm excited that she's here to be channeled. Um, Yeah, let's see what she wants to say. Hello and welcome. Come and look to me, if you will. I am here to light your way. This time is a time for you to see clearly the parts of you that have been hidden. 
Allow yourself to stand beneath my light and let me illuminate for you the parts of you that you can't see. Everything has a rhythm. Everything ebbs and flows in its own way. Allow this moon to show you the rhythm of your life, of the cycles and the patterns that you repeat. There are no accidents. What you do not release fully will come back again and again. And even as you release it, it will come back again until you no longer care that it keeps coming back because you stop attaching to it. Who would you be without your attachment to the things you hold most dear? What are you holding close to you that does you a disservice? What do you keep beside you to remind you you are small? What could you keep beside you to remind you you are big? The great trouble with humanity at this time is humanity does not understand its own greatness. There is much distortion in the energies who call themselves great. When you shine my light and you see to the core of these energies, you see that beneath the surface of many of the great of this world is insecurity, fear, and weakness. When you realize you are part of this world, you are part of the ocean and the moon and the stars, you are the earth that you walk on, you are the air that you breathe, when you can grasp and understand this fully is when you will know your own worth. And as you come closer to knowing your worth, you will expand and you will feel what true greatness feels like. When you look to the moon at night, what do you feel? When you watch the ocean ebb and flow, what do you feel? When you stand beneath a mountain and look up, what do you feel? This is greatness. This is within you too. The opportunity of this time is to notice your greatness is to embody it and to feel it. Let the light of the moon shine on you at this time and illuminate all that holds you back from being this great. This is a time for surrender. This is a time for moving from the action of doing to the state of being. Allow yourself to be, 
to practice being all that you are in all of your greatness. Allow yourself to enter into a meditative state. And from this place of meditation, first feel and experience what it means to be you in this body. Then begin to expand outward greater and greater, imagining you are you and you are the bed or the chair or the floor. Imagining you are you and the bed or the chair or the floor and the room. Continue to expand your awareness out until you are the building. You are the city. You are the street lights and the mailboxes and the trees. You are all of the people. You are all of the homes. You are the streets. You are the mountains and the rivers. Take your time allowing yourself to expand greater and greater until you are the entirety of the earth. And from this state of expansion, feel the lightness of all that you are. Feel the greatness and the complexity of all that you are. And notice what it feels like to be this grand. Another way you can do this exercise is to do it the opposite. Shrinking down further and further into nothingness. Letting go of every layer of self and identity until you are nothing at all. And from this releasing into nothingness, feel the greatness of who you are. There is not much more I would like to say. This is a time of feeling and flowing. You will know what you need to release. It is not something you need your cognitive mind to understand. Let your body move and release intuitively. Let go of the need to understand what it is you are releasing. You may know and have the awareness, or you may feel confused and uncertain. Either way, you are releasing just the same. We are coming into summer in the northern hemisphere. Take this time to release all that stops you from expanding. Let your energy open up like a flower and enjoy the life energy all around you. Okay, it feels like she is done talking. It seems like this is less of a time of reflection and introspection and more of a time of just flowing and feeling whatever comes up for us this moon, which I know sometimes can be really intense with the full moon energy. But also it seems like there's a really beautiful opportunity for expansion. And that's what we're really being called into here, which... (laughs) 
can be a really achy and scary experience. So my recommendation for any of you out there that are feeling a little bit angsty about this moon energy and about this expansion is to allow yourself to have some comforts around you and to let yourself, like give yourself permission to expand in a more titrated way. You know, just because we remember the greatness of who we are, just because we know we can see and identify the things that are like keeping us small, doesn't mean we have to take them all off at once and be this like fully embodied, expanded version of ourselves. It's the cliche of it's not the destination, it's the journey. You know, I think a lot of times we feel like, okay, if I know that this is like the bigger and better version of me, that I need to be this and I should just be this right now. But I don't really think that's true. I really like the experience of slowly growing and just kind of taking away one more layer and one more layer and feeling myself expanding more slowly you know, and then every now and then allowing yourself to have the bigger shifts <laughs> where you make do the brave and courageous things and kind of like rock the world around you. But, you know, so if you're feeling like doing that, go for that too. But always just giving yourself permission to be gentle and loving with yourself wherever you're at and whatever you're feeling. With this kind of energy and with energies where I need to be releasing, I find it really helpful to like have showers and imagine things releasing off my body that way after this channeling. Honestly, I feel like that's what I'm going to go and do right now. And then just like shaking your body and like physically shaking off any energy that you don't want around, like brushing it off of your body. Those are really good ways to just kind of energetically release anything that is kind of sticking around that you don't want to be around. So yeah. Okay. I think that's all I have today. I will have another episode out probably next week, actually. Um, yeah, I'm really, (laughs) I went on a tangent in this episode, but I am meaning to keep this style of episode kind of short and sweet so that I have more energy for other episodes, but I kind of rambled today as usual. So we'll see if I end up continuing with these or whatever, but yeah, all of my info's in the show notes if you want to connect with me. Music in this episode is by Brody Kuzmuk. You can see his info down in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful full moon. I hope you have a wonderful full moon and a magical life. Okay, bye.